yo, 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 what up, good morning, good morning, GMB, Wednesday, February 31st, 2024, look at that, another beautiful day to have a beautiful day, Woo! last day of January, starting off hot, uh, love to see that, Jupiter airdrop just went live about 30 minutes ago, you absolutely love to see it, chaos, chaos has erupted all over the timeline, we have a big guest coming on the show today, breaking some news and, every, and all that good stuff, big day for art, big day for Je- Ju- Jupiter and the Solana ecosystem, things are absolutely crazy, Mando OSF, good morning, how are you guys doing this morning? Yeah, good. How you guys doing? Doing great. Yo, this thing is nuts. (laughs) The timeline is going crazy right now. (laughs) The timeline is going absolutely insane right now. You love to see that. It's just, it's just pure chaos and absolute madness uh, this morning uh, in the space. And we're just on the last day of Jan. We have eleven more months left to this year. <laughs> this is starting up starting up the races pretty well in 2024. Wow, you absolutely love to see it. So today on the show today, today I'm going to speed run through these topics because we have a big show ahead. We have a big day ahead. I see some familiar faces in the audience. I see a lot of friends. I see a lot of homies. Uh, you absolutely love to see that. I see a lot of squiggle PFPs in the audience today. I wonder why. So today on the show, uh, today, today, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Market report as usual. Bitcoin, ETH, Soul, all that good stuff. Yada yada yada. Um, you know, we're gonna talk about Jupiter Airdrop that just went live at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, so 30 minutes ago. Uh, pretty much like the talk of town at the moment. Solana has not broken. Boom. Love to see that. <laughs> so, so let's talk. We'll, we'll talk about this stuff quickly. Um, and then NFT recap. ETH, Soul, Bitcoin, and last but not least, we will be joined by the man. The myth, the legend, if there was a Mount, Mount Rushmore of NFTs to be built right now, he would be on there. They would be carving his wonderful face on there. Eric Calderon, a.k.a. Snowfro, uh, is going to come on. I don't know if the news is out yet or not, so I'm not going to front run it. But he's going to come on and chat with us for the last 15, I think 20 minutes bit uh, of the show. So excited. I'm obviously seeing a bunch of, uh, uh, of more of the artsy side of, uh, of CT on here. So uh, thank you for tuning in. It's going to be a great show. And as usual, at the very end of the show, we will be giving away $1,000. Thanks to our partners at Robit. We've been giving away $1,000 a day, pretty much. So it's fire. Uh, wait, I, I, wait, I have the thing. Why am I saying it? It's fire. There you go. So we've been giving away $1,000 a day every single show for 15 days. I think we give four or five away. I'm losing count. Today is either fifth or $6,000 that we give. And just got the news that since we didn't set up the spins for today because we couldn't, Friday, Mando, we're giving away... $20,000 worth of loot boxes. <laughs> so it's four spins and 5K of pop. So Friday, a lot of winners if you're live on the show. It's going to be good. Uh, I cannot uh, I cannot wait uh, to see that happening. But all you have to do uh, to enroll to win is retweet the spaces and follow FOMO Hour and Robit, which is super simple. Bottom right, there's a purple box. Drop a GM, right? Because you know me. I love my GMs. I like it when you guys say GM to me. Uh, and then just retweet the main spaces, nothing else. It's It was posted from my account. It's at the top right now. It's pinned there. Just bottom right corner, purple box, and retweet. And if you follow us, we'll pick a winner. And you got to be in the space, though. Our goal is only to give money to people that are live on Twitter spaces with us. 
we've been very open about that. That's all we want to do is, uh, you know, reward people participating with our content. So anyways, anyways, we have a lot to talk about today. There's a lot going on in the, in the, in the space right now. I see Mando firing off tweets uh, as, uh, as we're on the show. So you know what? I'm going to go to you first. Who is the man, Mackle Daddy of the land? Can you dig it? So I, I was just driving for an hour, so I am catching up slightly. But this, uh, we had a little bit of a wobble overnight. Um, Bitcoin headed down to around forty-two and a half k. ETH headed below two thousand three hundred at one stage, and Solana hit, I think, ninety-eight, ninety-seven actually at one stage. Uh, so definitely a bit of weakness um, on a technical level. We obviously just hit like a lower high for Bitcoin there. So like we kind of went up to whatever it was, 50, and then people were saying, oh, that's a lower high. And that was the case for a lot of different altcoins. So people are expecting this maybe to be a bit range-bound um, for a while now. So it's just something to be aware of, like from a from a from like a consolidation period, this is looking more likely, like we might be ranging for a little bit here. Um, that being said, like it still feels relatively strong out there in terms of flows. You saw another 250 million going into the ETF. I'm sure you're going to see a similar figure again today, maybe maybe even higher. So bullish on that front. It's a big day for macro. Um, a bunch of different stuff going on. Uh, yesterday you had you had Microsoft and you had um, uh, you had Google earnings. Um, both Microsoft earnings seem decent, but like the outlook maybe wasn't incredible. And and same for Google. Um, so so stocks did uh, uh, sell off slightly, down about a percent um yesterday and i think they're down again today so slightly weaker um uh, macro outlook and we have the fed today um we spoke about that yesterday but he gets fomc of the year i mean i personally think that that they've got to stop all this rhetoric of like higher for longer like um inflation is coming down very very quickly so i i personally think we're going to see a bullish bullish fed today um a lot of that has been priced in that like stocks have been rallying into this for, for a while but i do think we're going to see a bullish fed um, so there's that China still looking like a complete disaster. I think Chinese stocks hit five year low again today. Um, they've been announcing huge stimulus, but, um, doesn't seem to be working that well. They had another weak manufacturing figure. So like on a global basis, the U S continues to kind of out, outperform, I would say, although, um, you are seeing like, uh, higher stocks in, in Europe as well at the moment, but the U S is definitely the strongest out, out of the pack right now. Um, and yeah, for crypto, everyone's just focused on this Jupiter airdrop. So Jupiter came, it has been bouncing around. Where is it right now? It's trading at close to a dollar. Um, no, it's trading at 70, 70 cents. All right. 70 cents. So that's 7 billion. Um, I mean, that is high. We're already talking about higher than Uniswap here. I think it hit 1.2 at one stage when I was driving back. I thought it was crazy. It actually opened at two bucks on the wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't really around for all of that. So like, um, so I, I, I didn't see all the bouncing around, but this thing will, this thing will fly. And th that initial wick, like we said, no exchanges really got access to it beforehand. So they all had to buy. So I think some people would have realized that they were going to get, um, seen off, um, in having to buy it higher. It's going to, you're going to see huge, huge volumes. I think a lot of the claim is ongoing right now. A lot of the front end, um, daps, are down like they're experiencing like quite a heavy load on things like jupiter i think the site was down for a little bit you saw phantom go down yesterday yesterday the 
the Solana DevNet was actually down yeah. for most of yesterday. And there was some like, oh my God, like what, what the hell's going to happen here? There has been some talk about the fact that they were like prepare, they were like using it internally. They were preparing for this um, as a load. But um, Solana has been up the whole time. This is this has got to be one of the biggest airdrops. It's definitely the biggest airdrop in terms of market cap ever. Um, it's also got to be one of the biggest in terms of uh, number of people suddenly suddenly using the chain. I put out a tweet before, just like looks fine. Um, still oh, producing blocks, right? no Austin issues. Just posted that. Uh, who who did? Sorry, Austin Austin Federa uh, just posted that um, this chart saying, uh, "Well, that was boring," and he posted this. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, of uh, TPS and everything. But let me go to what you shared. Oh, nice. Okay, there you go. So. Yeah, I mean, there was some FUD going into that. People were pointing to that was why Solana was down, got hurt yesterday. Is because um, the DevNet was down. Seems to have been past this with kind of flying colors. I think that, if I'm honest, if you were to speak to a lot of people who are still skeptical on Solana, I think the first thing they would say is you can't trust it. Um, it goes down all the time. This this is they've had two pretty big stresses recently, which is the WEN token, which was a huge airdrop for a lot of people, and then you've had, now had this Jupiter. Um, airdrop. Look, I'm not saying this line will never go down again. We had Easy come on our our Rec Radio show and said he doesn't think it's ever going to go down again. Just the way that it's been set up now um, means like it basically it basically a number of different things would have to go wrong um, in terms of the validators for it to go to go wrong. It's a very very um, small possibility, but it could still happen. Um, but yeah, this is this is definitely going to make people pay attention. I think the fact yeah. that. Um, nothing happened. And also the fact that people were flooding it into it, like, oh, Solana's going to go down tomorrow. Seems to have done okay. So, uh, Solana <laughs> bounced since that. I think it, it was trading at, like I said, 98, 99. It's now, it seems to be rallying as we speak. It's, it's kind of just breach 101. And the market is also rallying. So, so Bitcoin's back up above 43K. ETH is hitting 30, uh, 23.20. Um, Altcoins are rallying, but maybe not as much as, as majors right now. They, they definitely got hurt yesterday. Um, meme coins got hurt. You've got GME. GME's hitting... Where is GME right now? Uh, this morning it was at 40 like million. One, huh? Yeah, it's still at 40 million. Uh, it annoys me because I saw it at six and Ovi flooded me out of the uh, flooded me out of the trade. So that's the only meme coin that's really higher. If I'm honest, like if I go onto Dex Screener, literally every other meme coin is lower, apart from this GME coin. It, it has not been a good. Ha, the, the fabled meme coin pump has yet to materialize. It may materialize now. Like, well, not yet. Yeah, I think the first move is that play around in Jupiter, and the next move is, all oh, right, I got to play for the next airdrop, right? So, um, if this stays at seven billion, this the next airdrop is going to be huge as well. So, like, people are get, people going to be. Um, yeah, we're going to be spinning up new meme coins every five minutes, I think. So um, that's going to be a, an interesting space. What else is there from a from from a perspective? There were some very bullish headlines yesterday about um, predictions for ETH. ETH. ETH has become a little bit like Doge. I don't know if you've seen this. People are picking up on it. Like, So traditionally, Doge rallies, that's the final rally before yeah. the market jumps. ETH, the last two times ETH has rallied and taken the lead in rallying, the market has then subsequently dumped. So uh, there's this ETH rallied yesterday. Um, and then a lot of people were like, oh, fuck. And then, we, yeah, we did dump. So um, it's, but they, that was kind of on the back of some he headlines that Stan Chartered, which is a kind of a UK slash Asian bank, came out with a, um, 
came out with a uh, prediction that ETH was going to hit 4K um, on the back of an ETF coming in in May. Some of the other banks have been a bit less skeptical, a um, bit more skeptical on that. J- JP Morgan, uh, in particular, has been very skeptical on it. Um, Bloomberg analysts still think I think sixty percent of their last on their last one. So like it's still fifty fifty, but they came out with a very bullish piece. So I think people got very bullish on uh, on ETH on the back of that. Um, like I said, the ETF outflows that uh, have been good, um, and NFTs NFTs were broadly lower. I think yesterday there was some there was some um, there was some rises. Like you saw uh, uh, you saw the big Sotheby's mint. Um, uh, sorry, the big Sotheby's sale for Starry Eyed grew, and that was those big sales there. And then you had R- Roop's Smile Mint did like a five X, and a couple of other smaller projects did well. I think Creeps is starting to rally again. Obviously, you got Portal coming um, relatively soon. So, all right, well, that is quite the roundup. Uh, you're you're on one this morning. Uh, shout out to Blue- uh, sorry, Mando Minutes. Uh, sorry, this it, it slipped out. It slipped out yeah. for a second here. Um, <laughs> let me go to one place for your minutes, you know. <laughs> uh, let me aggregate the aggregation of your aggregation, bro. Anyway, I've never seen anything like it. Ninety percent of the whole thing. Catch is crazy. Or catch. It. I mean, this is. I mean, if anything, this is our stage, right? So, yeah, you can say rocket. So, hold on. Let me pull the curtain back a little bit because you went all the way deep. To NFTs here. Uh, let's talk about what's happening right now. So uh, on the market side, it seems like things are holding up pretty well. Uh, we got a little little bounce from yesterday night that you're talking about. I'm I'm like curious to know what you guys are thinking now that Jupe has dropped. Obviously, we're talking about it yesterday. We're kind of like guessing like what happens there. Of course, like seems like a lot of liquidity has been sucked out of mint coins for the moment, and it's probably going to keep happening. A lot of people have not been able to claim yet. Uh, obviously, and but that's not because Solana's broken. It's just the front ends, like you just mentioned, uh, Jupiter and and. Um, and, Which uh, was expected. And, a lot of people were like, all these front ends will break. Every single one of them will break. Not surprised, right? But the thing is, the chain itself is fine. Okay. And so, which is all that matters. I mean, Ovi, what do you think happens here, right? Like now the claim has happened. Obviously, it's kind of soon to guess where it settles. Binance has been pushed to 11 a.m., uh, so another 11 minutes until it goes out there. What do we, what is this? Are you hitting your expectations here versus what you were looking into yesterday? I know we've been talking about Jupiter back and forth a lot over the last couple of weeks. So what are you, what are you, uh, what are you seeing here? I think it's too early because what I'm seeing on Twitter, people are, a lot of people are still unable to claim their dupe. And that's a big impact, right? Because, you know, presumably at least 20 or 30% of them are going to sell their dupe. So I think it's too early to judge because the flows seem to be mainly on centralized exchange. Obviously, we just talked about how. The front ends are all down as well. So people, it seems like people aren't really able to effectively trade or claim on chain right now. Um, and there's been a lot of like trading on sexes, which isn't really going to be like the main meat of the volume, I think. Um, I think, yeah. So it's too, it's too early to say, given where the price is now, I think you have to imagine that once people are able to claim and sell, the price goes lower. Um, but at the same time, I also think most buyers probably have their money on chain as well and want to want to buy it on chain rather than like bridging it to sexes. So I don't know. Like I think um, it's kind of like whereabouts I thought it would be. It's kind of to be honest with you, it's right where the price right now is literally where the where it was trading in the grave for the last two or three days. Um, and I think once everyone's sold their airdrop, um, which usually happens over the like you know once most people have sold, it usually usually happens in like the first few hours of trading. Um, then maybe you could potentially see it like rally all the way to to one, um, 
but for me i feel like it's going to be in that like unless like the market changes um you know like while sol stays at 101 and while bitcoin stays at 43 and a half k i think the range on on dupe is going to be somewhere between like you know 70 70 cents to a dollar or something like that that's that's kind of like my hunch i think we have to wait and you know there's there's a lot of like people keep talking about like oh well we see mean coins rally but we'll see the rest of Solana ecosystem rally well we just have to wait until people are, are actually able to sell their dupe and then spend it before we can assess whether that um whether that was correct or not like meme coins won't rally right now because people don't have any dupe to they haven't been able to sell their dupe but if they don't rally in two days or three days then you know or even by the weekend then there's a, an argument to say you know people didn't roll it roll it into meme coins and maybe they, they put it somewhere else so it's too early to to judge that impact right now i think it, it looks like here i just reposted what moon overlord posted so um the jupe launch pool is almost out of tokens <laughs> Um, this just in, uh, it's pretty wild, man. Do you want to kind of explain what this whole launch pool is all about and what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of know what's going on there. I think, um, I think meow tweeted the other day that like the, the initial, um, the initial liquidity pool was being set up with a different, um, range for Jupiter, um, as like a, the initial launch pool. I, I don't know if they were involved in setting up because sometimes that's an issue with like with tokens like if the team is actually involved in setting up the liquidity yeah. pool but there, there's definitely one which he was clearly paying attention to i don't know if he actually set it up um and obviously it may be moving out of range so like it may it may they may have already um breached it yeah i mean look at that um it, this is pretty wild how many even transactions are we at like is there even a way like we can just go and look like I saw obviously someone messaged us saying it did a hundred million dollars of volume in 35 minutes. That's the first 35 minutes and everything stayed intact. So that is impressive. That is, that is really good to see. I saw easy had like 180,000 tokens to claim. And so it's, it's great. It's great. Him and a lot of people that have been like, you know, avid Solana enjoy yours. Like for the, for the past, you know, for the past, um, for, for the past year or so are getting, are getting, uh, are getting heavily uh, rewarded here. So you absolutely love to see that. Good for them. Um, you know, it makes me happy personally to see. And uh, I guess we'll see tomorrow uh, kind of post-mortem of like where we're at with Jupiter uh, on the, on this, uh, on, uh, on, on the show uh, and whatnot. Besides that, uh, what do we got here? I know I, I see, oh, look at, look at, look at, look at Eric. I love that. I see him in the studio. What's up, Eric? Uh, but <laughs> I, can, I think only I can see him. Hey, okay. But uh, on the NFT side, uh, quickly, you you kind of went over it, uh, Mando, but it was really like the Sotheby's Grails, right? Because that we covered it when it first opened up. That, uh, the three C Grails, uh, it closed yesterday, right? Yesterday was like the limit. Is that what it is? Yesterday it closed, yeah. So you had some Grand right? Union's trade. I think you had some Ace, was it ACK? X Copy definitely traded. Um, yeah, it, like, these were good pieces. Like these were all, these were all from the Starry Night slash 3AC um, liquidation. Um, I think Michael Buchanan put out a good tweet. So did um, Funk959. So you can, you can check either of those, but um, you can go through all the different pieces. But I think it was, it wasn't like incredible. There wasn't like un the one unbelievable sale that set the tone. It was more like a bunch of different ones, um, kind of 100K to 100K plus. Yeah. 
aren't very much uh, alive. Oh, it doesn't show. It says bidding is closed, so I, I can't really show you guys the price uh, prices here. Maybe... Go to Punk 9059. Punk, go to Punk 9059. Oh, of, of course. Of course 9059 posted the stats. I mean, this is his name. NFT stats. Uh, yeah, so down quite a bit, I think. No, I know he's been posting a lot. Shout out to shout out to Sam. Love to see that. <laughs> I can't even find it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say stats. Maybe okay. There you go. So the X copy citizen sold for eighty five ETH. The Beeple time sold for seventy six ETH. Oh, I love to see that. ACK's uh, till death do his part seventy ETH. Grant Yoon's bedtime thirty ETH. Uh, so this is uh this awesome uh love that people saw this in dollar terms. Of course, like. You know, uh, these are the prices here on screen that you can see. Um, I guess, you know, somewhat of successful sale here. Everything sold. Uh, love to see that. Um, and uh, and honestly, I just personally, I'm happy that these are finally out of the 3AC, like liquidation kind of like situation. And they're probably into better homes now um, of people that will cherish them forever and ever after. The other news actually that came in this morning, boys, um, which is why we didn't have it up there, but may as well talk about it. The Ripple. Did you guys see the Ripple founder hack? This just yeah, what, what the hell was up with that? It's supposed to go hacked, right? Dude, so so there's the Ripple got hacked for 113 million dollars right before the show. So it's here per Decrypt's article. Uh Ripple founder hacked for 130 13, sorry, million dollars. XRP drops five points. Ripple's XRP token dropped following word of a $112.5 million hack, which co-founder Chris Larson said were from his personal accounts. I didn't see this. I, I saw that. Did his Twitter get hacked as well? I just maybe I just saw the headline. But um, um, let's. I mean, this literally just happened. I mean, like, he just posted it on X. Yeah. Uh, see, look at this. It's uh, Zach XBT picked up on it. So it's two two hundred thirteen million XRP tokens that were hacked. Wow, that's stolen. crazy. And they've been laundered through Mexi, Gate, Binance, Kraken, OKX, HTX, Hit BTC, etc. Um, so this was like a pretty organized coup. Like type of thing going on here. Um, like one thing people you, you have to realize with Ripple is the reason why the SEC came out after them is is the team owns a ton of fucking tokens. Like it's only yeah, it's a few million dollar market cap and it's million tokens. Yeah. Uh, yes. uh, that's insane. I mean, Chris Larson, co-founder, said yesterday there was an unauthorized access to a few of my personal XRP accounts. Uh not, not Ripple. Uh, we were quickly able to catch the problem and notify exchanges to freeze the affected addresses. Uh, law enforcement is already involved. This is wild. This is a, this is a big hack. Um, yeah. It's definitely fuck. professional, right? The, but it was laundered yeah. through multiple different exchanges, which is strange. A lot of, I mean, look at that. Look at this chart that Zach posted, right? It's uh, shit. That is insane. <laughs> that is absolutely wild. Anyways, hate to see that. Whether you like Ripple or not, you know, XRP or not, this and that. Absolutely hate to see another hack uh, happening uh, in our space. But, you know, it is what it is. And that just happened this morning as well. So that's that. And then, um, you know, you kind of went over and over NFTs uh, and went out uh, again. But, you know, everything seems like kind of like stalling on the Solana side because we're waiting for what's going on with Jupiter. So of course, like some sell pressure on the on some of the solar NFTs, but not crazy amount versus the tokens. Um, on the ordinal side, uh, the Quantum Cats uh, mint is today. Yeah. Uh, the remint, so you get to mint again. Uh, did you guys get your cats? Did you guys get to see your cats? Yeah, I did. I think I don't know if it's a good one or not, but it looked cool. You know, I have to say, you want look terrible. My <laughs> Listen, Udi. I love Udi, so I will adopt my cat. I, will I like my mine. Son. Mine was cool. 
yeah, mine looks like it got beat up on the blockchain before being delivered to me. Um, yeah. you know, but it's okay. You know, we we you know we it, they're cute. You know, it's a uh, I, you know, maybe I may have to replace it for a floor one when, when, when time comes. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> that's about yeah, it. Like, I like your one, Ovi. Your one's good. Yeah. yeah that's good, right? Uh, and then, um, so that's that on the Bitcoin side, aside from RSIC, like that, the meta RSIC meta protocol, like the, um, that's something Dee's pointed out to me yesterday. Um, that went crazy, uh, overnight, which is up 33%. Uh, the airdrop that people have gotten for having puppets and whatnot. So that's happening, which is up to a 0.06 Bitcoin floor with Bitcoin being up. So yeah. not bad, right? Bitcoin went bounced from 39 to 43K and that thing bounced from like 0.03 to 0.06. So double there. Um, puppets bounce, bitmap, um, note monkeys seeing a lot of high sales. There was a grail sale for about what, uh, 1.8 Bitcoin gold sale on that. So love to see that. Usually a good signal when, when rares and mid rares are selling in a collection. Um, and the rest like Pits and Ninjas and stuff kind of holding that floor, uh, or OMB, all that good stuff. And then last but not least on the ETH side, you know, nothing much, like kind of like ETH downline token, right? Like, you know, Doodle still above holding two ETH, uh, D-Gods three area, Fizuki above six, Mutants above four, you know, Apes are holding that, that ground where they were. Punks still punking around above 60 ETH. So love to see that. Um, and, uh, and Pudgies, you know, kind of stable. I would say around the 16th mark. So that's about it. So, anyways, the other big news for NFTs is the news that we're going to be here to cover here, and what most of you guys are here to probably listen to. I see a lot of um, I see a, a lot of y'all uh, in the audience. But first and foremost, just a reminder that if you retweet the pin tweet, which is a Twitter Spaces at the bottom right, if you go to the bottom right, there is a purple box. Click on that purple box, hit the retweet button, follow us, FOMO hour, F O M O H O U R. Not just because we're giving money away, just because the show is fire. Okay. It's fire. Uh, well, I think so. I'm biased, but I really enjoy our show every morning. Uh, and so and so check it out. And we're giving away $1,000 uh, once we're going to be done with Snowfro's interview. And we're going to be giving away $1,000 per day for 15 business days straight. Business days because the show is only on business days. Um, and uh, and then on Friday, we're spending like $20,000 worth of loot boxes. So that's going to be a riot. <laughs> I can't wait. Razor was like, rip it. Let's go. I was like, okay. Okay, then. Let's do it. But anyways... Let's welcome to the stage our good friend, Eric Calderon, a.k.a. Snowfro. Eric, good morning, good morning, GM. How you doing today, King? What's up, guys? How y'all doing? Dude, we are vibing. Oh, I saw that. Did the Artbox account get rugged from the from the Twitter? Uh, no, I see it. I see it there. Would you, you see the Artbox account? Yeah. On our stage? Yeah. Well, Twitter is definitely lagging then because I don't see it. So yeah, they're okay. on. I don't see it there. Isn't that so weird? Look at that. Look at my screen. Yeah. Anyways, so for those of you who are who are on audio, you can join us on video. We're live on the Rug Video YouTube, uh, but we're also live on X. I posted the broadcast. It's pinned at the top. We've all posted it. We broadcast every single morning, Monday to Friday, on audio and video. Snowfro. <laughs> What, is that a lot of energy this morning? You like that? that? a great amount of energy. Man. Where are you right now in the world? Go punks, by the way. I'm so excited to hear punks, that they dude. keep going. Um, I'm in Houston. I'm at home in Houston. I like that. Chilling. Like how, how about you guys? I'm home, Montreal, Canada. Uh, Mando's in sunny Lisboa, and you oh, know, Ovi is in rainy London. Um, so that's it's a, not raining. It's just gray. I'm in snowy Montreal. Uh, sunny, sunny Lisboa and gray. Not a cloud in the sky, where I am. Not a cloud in the sky. Beautiful. That's amazing. Yeah, Always it's sunny today. I'm excited to have some sun over here. 
I love that. I love that. Listen, Snowfro, um, I don't know if the, the news dropped or didn't drop. I've been like heads down, focused on what's happening on the show and Solon and all that stuff. You're here to share some big stuff with the Art Blocks ecosystem here today. Yeah. Tell, give us a TLDR. What's the news here? Um, yeah, so Artbox uh, has been fortunate enough to get to work uh, with um, with the with the two awesome gentlemen at, at the uh, the NFT platform Sansa, and uh, we've we've had the pleasure of acquiring them uh, to be able to help expand Artbox's kind of ecosystem a little bit beyond where it is today. So uh, Jack and Matt are uh, two guys that have kind of been awesome community members of, in the Artbox Discord and the Artbox ecosystem. And, uh, you know, kind of near the end of the year last year, conversations started getting started. And, uh, and uh, here we are today just getting to announce that, like, one of the most supportive uh, platforms for the Artbox ecosystem is now kind of part of our umbrella. And we're, like, incredibly excited and incredibly proud, not just to, um, to be able to offer kind of a broader ecosystem for our, our collectors, but uh, to welcome Jack and Matt to the, uh, to the Artbox team. I love that. Congratulations on the acquisition. We love to hear some good MA uh, in, uh, in the space. You know, there's a lot of it going on, you know, and, and I'm not even surprised. The Sansa platform is awesome. I remember Dee's putting me on that, I think two years ago or whenever it came out. It's been about a year, a little bit over a year. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's super cool. I mean, I mean, Eric, you know, question would be like, what about Sansa like drew you into the platform, right? To, to, to make this move in the first place. I mean, it's a beautiful generative art browsing experience. It was built originally just for art blocks. And, um, you know, it's like these these two dudes basically built this thing that I've been wanting for a really long time to exist at art blocks. And without having to give them any input, they literally built like exactly what I think art blocks needed. Like they were taking in our engine partners as royalty situation kind of got weird and uncertain. Um, and, you know, we we have a secondary marketplace on Artbox, but that's just for the stuff that's on Artbox.io. Uh, these guys basically took in our uh, our engine partners and gave them a home and a place to like showcase the work so that it felt cohesive and it was a really nice browsing experience for uh, for generative art. And they did that on their own. And they did that as a, as a very agile duo uh, all in the course of a year. They've created this beautiful wow. thing. And uh, it's something that we've, Kind of been, I mean, that's how I've been browsing generative art uh, outside of what um, you know is on Artbox.io, and um, you know, I don't know. Artbox always had pressing priorities. Uh, I mean, that's just kind of what happens when you're building in Web three. It's like it seems like there's always something pressing. There's always something that's kind of keeping you busy, and um, uh, we've never really been able to build something like this out to bring all of our ecosystem home in one place. And uh, just with the acquisition of Sansa, we now have the the, the honor of bringing everything home and now everything that's ever been minted on our blocks technology is available in your wallet i mean just think like for the last however many years there was no way to see everything you minted on our blocks tech like you had to go to OpenSea to see it all together which is fine but uh the browsing experience for generative art is um a better browsing experience when it's catered and tailored to generative art and that's what the sansa team has done Okay, that's awesome. Congratulations with that. So what does that mean for the other collections on Sansa? Like, are they going to stay on there or is it just going to become like an art blocks marketplace slash secondary platform? Look, we're going to figure it out. Uh, we have we have a lot of figuring stuff out to do. Like the last thing I want to do is remove artwork from, from a platform. It's also uh, misleading because it is kind of part of the art blocks ecosystem. And so we've, we've, got, we've got some work to do. We've got a little bit of digging to do to kind of figure out. We need to kind of be in touch with those platforms and see, um, you know, 
uh, and navigate that. But for the time being, you know, the majority of the work that's on Sansa has been Artblocks work or Artblocks related work, whether it's Bright Moments or uh, any of the the amazing engine partners that are on there. And so the the vast majority of it belongs there uh, natively. And then what we do with, with the other stuff, I mean, I, I just see that there's opportunities to kind of explore that and, um, you know, potentially give artists a, a, a home where that they can show everything that they've created, whether it's art bots or not within one profile. So we'll explore that. We'll figure that out. Hopefully in the next uh, couple of months, uh, we'll, we'll have more answers. That's awesome. I love that. Go on, Mando. I say I love this. Like I actually didn't know about this this site, but there's been a few attempts to like do this well, and this is this is really nicely done. Like you can really look through everything. It's Feels super like a gallery experience, right? Like it's it's nice. I I love the feel of it. It's like the perfect home for art blocks. I remember seeing it first when obviously like our boy D is like you know super into art blocks and everything you do. He's been a big supporter, and when he showed me that, I was like, damn, this is so clean, right? Because like. Obviously, the OpenSea experience in other marketplaces is not the best when it comes to like get, seeing all the different artworks and all the different creators that you have at Artblocks. Obviously, there's a lot of collections, uh, past, you know, present, and, and future uh, within your ecosystem. So I think this is a really cool acquisition. Again, like Web3, within Web3 acquisition is so fun, right? Like, it's just, I love that. Same way we teamed up with like Decrypt and stuff. Like, I just think uh, you love to see that. So how does that, what does that change, uh, Eric, for like, for your creators and the collectors. Well, I mean, there's a, it's a bunch of things. Like for the for for starters, artblocks.io will remain artblocks.io, right? We have a, a very special thing going there that's just you know our our more selective releases and that'll stay on its own bespoke website. And um, but like one of the things that's really interesting to me is that we are obviously we're working within kind of a bit of a uh, more fine art category there. We're really kind of trying to elevate the medium of generative art. And we're very sensitive to the way that we portray that artwork. But we're in an ecosystem of, gosh, where I came from is, you know, being a degen and like messing around with like coins and punks and all these things. And so we know that the browsing experience, like what the Web3 community is actually looking for is things like rankings and sweeping the floor and that kind of stuff. I'm not interested in putting a ranking at the front page of artblocks.io. That is, you know, like even even if we are in Web3, that just doesn't feel like the right message to be sending when we're really trying to elevate this stuff as, as art. But we can't ignore that other side. So what we get with Sansa is this ability to start leaning a little bit more into the Web3 side and being able to maybe do collection offers and, um, you know, one day maybe do sweeping of the floors and uh, analytics and rankings the things that we have trained ourselves in this ecosystem to use to, to determine uh, what to follow and who to follow, or maybe what the next artist is that, that's, that we're going to dive into. And obviously, you know, that can lead to various different collector personas, whether you're literally flipping, speculating, or become a patron of one of those artists. Like you can really get to know their history by having some of those analytics and stuff. And so number one thing is you're going to get a little bit more of that pro experience than what you get on artblocks.io, which is just more uh, tailored to uh, being kind of like more art forward. Besides that, as a collector, you now have all of your stuff in one wallet. And so uh, of course, eventually we'll combine all our wallets because a lot of us collectors have kind of gone deep and have a lot of like, have different wallets for different things, but um, that you couldn't do that before. So if I wanted to see my Bright Moments stuff, I mean, I could see it on the Bright Moments website, but with the full um, live view, et cetera, like I had to go to OpenSea or I had to go to Sansa and I couldn't just kind of see everything in one place. So now we have everything in one place uh, and we can keep adding our engine partners. Uh, in fact, right now, any engine partner that we've ever worked with is going to appear on Sansa. And um, 
so that's middle term. Uh, also adding some features for collectors, for example, the ability to render every single token that you've ever had at whatever resolution or an animation. That's something that um, Matt Delorier actually built a really beautiful tool a couple years back and open source. You just kind of like it, it was a website. You type in a token ID and you could render your token. But yeah, like, sick. It's, it's amazing. But like now we can do that at the token level for every single thing that we've ever minted. And so ultimately what we're trying to do is create more of a top-down approach where we provide an infrastructure layer and then everybody, whether you're a collector, whether you're an engine partner or whether you are a creator benefits from that infrastructure. I mean, look, the only place I know to go send a token is OpenSea. Like if I need to go transfer an NFT, I'm going to OpenSea. It's 2024, y'all. I just don't understand I just had in to 2024 that we yeah. don't have a, I mean, there's a couple avenues to do that, but like, that's just not a standard practice. We will implement token sending on the Sansa website. So you can send your token to your vault instead of having to like exit the platform. Um, you know, looking at what loyalty kind of reward programs look like when everything is all under one roof. Uh, and then uh, finally adding minting functionality. You know, right now we've had 50 engine partners roughly, and every single one of them had to build their own minting functionality into their website. And that's great because I think a lot of partners need to have a bespoke website. They need to kind of have their own experience that's branded. But a lot of people just want to experiment with the generative medium. And I want Artbox to be a hub for creativity and innovation and experimentation. And that means investing in the creative side, maybe investing in some marketing, but not investing in all the technology that you need just to offer someone a mint button. So the mint button is something that we've kind of built. We kind of, uh, for in, in some ways, kind of invented it within this ecosystem. And that mint button has become incredibly commoditized. There's a bunch of competition. There's really great platforms out there. And uh, we're more and more leaning into just making that um, uh, a recognizable kind of unit within our ecosystem uh, that, that people will hopefully recognize as like, you know, this is our box minting and this is the Artbox um, uh, purchase flow. So. I mean, just that's just a few things off the top of my head that that will. It's a lot of things. Basically. It's great, yeah. and there's more. There's a lot more to it. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, you kind of touched on that, but maybe I'll ask more specifically, like, like how does this acquisition of Sansa um, contribute to like the future of Artblocks, right? Like, I know you just said, for example, like it's a one-stop shop, one place to view your collection, finally transfer your assets without having to go through OpenSea. Um, I had to do that like two days ago and it was such a hassle. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> like, it, it's just absurd how crazy this is. Um, but, you know, like how does this exactly contribute to the future, right? Like what comes now? Okay, you acquired uh, Sansa. Whoa, I just saw the decrypt article just go live now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pin it. But, you know, what do, what do you, uh, what, what does that mean for the future of art blocks in general? Uh, I mean, a little bit of it is just kind of getting back to a little bit of a Web3 ethos. I mean, you know, we have uh, artblocks.io, uh, which was created originally, it was like, you know, a, a, a platform for hosting generative content on the Ethereum blockchain. And it kind of had this breakout moment as uh, a just art platform. And that's one of my proudest achievements. And I say that all the time, like all the work that's on that platform is one of my favorite things, one of the proudest things I'll ever do in my entire life. Um, and we, in, in response to the market conditions, have increasingly reduced the cadence of that and tried to be more and more selective. And um, in the process, have kind of just not really given a place to be a platform for creative content on the Ethereum blockchain. So what this does for the future of Artblocks is um, expand and enable us to kind of make it easier for people to participate in the creative and the generative medium. 
and hopefully bring their own audience. Y'all, what we need is we need more people. We need more people here to come buy your bags. Like that's literally what we need more than anything in the world. We have a, a incredible group of patron collectors that have been here studying the artists, supporting the artists, giving feedback, buying the art. And um, they've been here from the very beginning. They've, they've only doubled down and reinforced their love for generative art and digital art in general. And uh, well, I think what, what, what would make us all feel more excited is to get more people in. And at the level of kind of what Artblocks, what we call kind of flagship or curated does, like that's, that's a, a high level, that's expensive and it's, it's meant to be, you know, a little bit more uh, exclusive. I'm not an exclusive person. Like that's, you know, I've always been about all about inclusivity and trying to get stuff available and make it available to more people. So, uh, you know, this allows us to have a little bit more breath. It allows us to facilitate people to not necessarily sell to the same people, but hopefully to sell to some new people, to attract some new people for artists, maybe to be able to self-publish one day into their own collector base. Um, and I mean, in the end, uh, Artblocks is a platform that I built out of a, out of just like, pure passion and a love for the generative medium, uh, but also like curiosity for blockchain technology and how it intersects with that medium. And uh, I'm just trying to get a little bit back to where that started. And the platform is the Web3 way, right? Like optionality is the Web3 way. At the beginning, we'd always be like, oh man, let's get rid of the middleman. Well, no, I mean, the middleman serves a really, really great purpose, especially in cutting through the noise, but not everybody needs to cut through the noise. So giving people optionality to release themselves, giving people optionality to release all the different flavors of all of our engine partners. You want to mint in person? Go talk to Bright Moments. They're amazing. You want uh, to release on Artbox? Apply to Artbox flagship or, or Artbox.io. That's an amazing experience as well. Uh, optionality is what we're here to give, and that's what we're giving to every one of our um, uh, uh, creators, collectors, partners. And I really do think it sets the stage for Artbox to, be, uh, to, to remain uh, relevant as generative as a medium, it becomes a more commonplace uh, term in the household, hopefully. That's awesome. Seems like a pretty cool and great moment for, for like, you know, generative art, art box in general here, as you guys are going to be able to aggregate all these collections in one place. Question for you, like for the people that like were using art blocks engine, how does that work? Like, are they going to be able to be showcasing on there too? Yeah, yeah. So they'll immediately appear on there. So now all of everything that's ever been art blocks related that appears there. Sick. And optionally, they can have, I mean, we haven't finished integrating this, but optionally they'll be able to have minting functionality within that page. So they won't have to build it out themselves. Now, you may not want that. Like artblocks.io spends way too much effort creating content and articles and interviews for us to let people mint and ignore all of that. Like the whole point is we wanna explain what the artist's message was and what the process was. And so allowing minting on, on the Sansa website would kind of, uh, defeat the purpose. And so Artblocks flagship as or Artblocks.io, if you kind of want to pretend it's like an engine partner, is going to choose to exist within this ecosystem. It's going to exist. All the NFTs exist within the, the Sansa marketplace, but it's going to choose to maintain minting to exist just on the Artblocks.io website, which has been built out into this beautiful thing. Every engine partner has that choice to make. They can have it on their own site. They can have it on Sansa. They can have it on both. Um, and ultimately, what we're trying to do is just lower the barriers to entry to be able to release generative content. Generative content in some ways has become very homogenized. I don't know, uh, you know, it's it's just something that we've kind of seen over time. You've got, you know, you had a hundred generative creators three years ago, you have 10,000 generative creators today. It's the most beautiful thing to see that many people kind of find a creative side to them and start getting into the generative medium. Um, 
And from those 10,000, we're going to get 200, 500 people that are going to rise and blow our minds in the next few years. But in the meantime, we also have this exploration of like generative embroidery and generative goods, like this idea that like a generative thing means that somebody, everybody can have something that's unique to them. We've proven that at least in the very expensive PFP world, like punks and pudgy penguins, <laughs> people are very interested in being identified as an individual with the object that represents them. I identify as a squiggle. Yes. And so in the physical space, it just feels like maybe when things don't cost five, ten, a hundred thousand dollars, there is an example. Oh yeah, or a race or a race car guy. Yeah. Not uh, to there, flex on anyone, you know. <laughs> not not try not to flex on you anyone, but one, Eric man. gifted me that in Austin. You got a good one, man. Um and so yeah, I think there's an opportunity here to um really kind of lean into what the generative medium looks like. And uh, it, it, to me, it, it feels very well powered by blockchain technology, by the provenance and all that. And, you know, as we do this, we're going to, we're going to double down on the Ethereum ecosystem, the, the EVM ecosystem. This is, uh, there's just so much exciting stuff happening, especially as we have the ability to expand into multiple L2s. The minting experience, if y'all haven't minted on uh, Arbitrum on Prohibition, it is a really, really awesome experience, especially coming from years of, paying a bunch of money on gas and waiting a bunch of minutes, I guess, for like a transaction to clear. And um, yeah, I think there's just like so much opportunity uh, within those ecosystems and uh, we're excited to kind of double down and, and keep exploring in, in, in the EVM space. I love that. This is freaking awesome. You have no idea how like our VP of creators, Ben, who founded Audio Galleries, he's like in my DMs right now, like ecstatic. Like he's screaming to me on WhatsApp. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> he's literally, I wish I could share my screen. He's like screaming in the form of writing. There's like maybe all caps. Seven, yeah, it's all caps LFG at seven exclamation points and wow, 12 exclamation points and amazing in all caps, four exclamation points because he uses Artblocks engine, right? To power what he does for like. It's going to be a lot buttons. easier. It's just yeah. going to be a lot easier. Also, now. the lift, right? Because he was just telling me this would have cost him like $10,000 minimum to build on his own. That's right. his words, not mine. Look, and the, the dream is that those platforms get to a point where they then want to build it out, right? But it just feels like we're asking people to invest in three things. We're asking people to invest in the content, the creative content. We're asking people to invest in the marketing because you have to get your word out there. And we're asking people to invest in this technology. And a bigger brand comes in, they should absolutely just do that from start. But if you just have an idea as an entrepreneur, and I'm coming from the entrepreneur, the innovation side, like sometimes you just want to test the waters. You want to try something out. It's it's the dis, the generative distribution mechanism is is I think a revolutionary process of giving people things that are unique to them. Let's at least take one of those barriers down and not have to invest in all of this tech if you just want to try something out and make it a little bit easier for people to kind of tinker. And again, all it takes is one or two of those ideas to not be catered or marketed to our community, but to be catered and marketed to their own audience. One big brand that like gets their brand excited. I you know my dream is like. Swatch has a generative thing and like you mint a Swatch and like Swatch makes you this watch and everybody's sharing in Discord yeah. their Swatch when they get it in the mail. Like it just seems so uh, clear to me that like that is something that would get a bunch of watch nerds excited or at least Swatch nerds because I know some watch nerds are much, much higher um, uh, price point. There's all, uh, sorts, that, all sorts of watch nerds on CT. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like, I mean, just like all it takes is one or two of those things to introduce a new audience to all of the stuff that we're sitting here talking about every day. And that's a, a, a task I've imposed upon myself last year to get as many new people or get as many new eyes, not necessarily based on scarcity, not necessarily based on FOMO, although in some cases that is kind of how things operate around here. 
but based on like a, a proving that there is value in the digital object beyond that. And I think that that with, you know, eventually custody wallets, credit card integration, account abstraction, all these different things will eventually lead us uh, to to a better place. And then, you know, maybe my bold prediction of 2026, I, Apple adds a crypto wallet to the phone. But that, oh. you know, is delusional probably, but like that that is actually kind of what would just change everything for everybody in like the, in the blink of an eye. Yeah, we just got a prediction from Snowfall. That's rare, 2026, Apple adding a, a digital uh, wallet uh, to its uh, to its devices. You'll have to see that. Uh, I'm, I also think this is something that's going to happen. That's some, it's inevitable, right? This revolution is just so at late. least by 2036. But 2026 would be really great if they 2036. Could. That's too far. That's too easy, Snowfro. That's too easy. Uh, but 2026 is a nice call. I like it. I mean, Eric, congratulations on everything. Um, you. you know, excited to see you in Paris. I think. Oh yeah, well, we're going to see each other in Paris. Are we playing oh, poker? Yeah. Poker? Sure. I would love to play some poker with you guys. Okay. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do us four. We're all in Paris. Let's add a few of the folks that are listening. There's a lot of friends listening down there. Uh, I'm sure our poker players. So we should organize a little something. I feel like I feel like we're walking into a trap here. Like, have you been playing poker like just religiously for <laughs> it's been like twelve years since I played? But I did. <laughs> I did play a lot of. I did play a lot of poker. But one day we need to have a squiggle as a prize for a poker tournament. I think that would be pretty. Let's do it. Pretty fun. Oh, Let's get a hundred people in on that thing and be pretty fun. That could be, I mean, yeah, we could I'll bring I mean, the squiggle. You bring the hundred people and we'll do a tournament. Perfect. You, you have a deal. You have a deal. I'll bring the hundred people. And trust me, between us, we can bring a hundred people easy. And you can, you just bring the squiggle. We're set. Perfect. Done. Awesome. I love that. Eric, thank you so much for coming this morning. Congratulations to you, to Artblocks, and to honestly everyone like that's in a generative art space. Like this is a really big moment. So congrats. It's really I appreciate fun. It. Thank you to the community that's been with us all this time. All the creators amazing and then my team at artplex that made this happen it's i it's unbelievable i'm very you excited have an awesome team by the way it's really like, very lucky to have this team yeah yeah congrats eric thank you Thanks for coming guys so much take care ciao all right all right well that was fun big day oh oh what did i do hold on oh there it is big day big day in the words of barry silbert um you know we had that you know jupiter happening art blocks happening that was that was fun i love that this is really cool you love to see this uh, i love m a in the space uh you used to talk about this a lot two years ago Ovi, actually um i remember that tweet yeah. you're like oh, all these m a's in the space are gonna happen within two years like it's happening right now 24 25 is gonna be the year where like a lot of companies merge together or, like get acquired but within web3 which is cool to see not web2 acquiring web3 it's just like web3 acquiring web3 i don't know i kind of I, I like that it feels good